dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday. It's sunny out. I hope you're all doing well, by the way. And we've got some stuff to talk about. I'm shifting gears into Savage Worlds now. And we'll see how that runs. I tend to... Sh- the, the year with no fantasy is, so far, pretty slow. Because I really haven't done anything, but I've done some prep between Gangbusters and Savage Worlds. It keeps me busy. What can I say? Speaking of busy... I got a voicemail, a short one we can listen to, and then I want to talk about at least one thing about pace. So we will talk about that after this. Alrighty then. Now, we have a voicemail from Dan Sisnall. I hope I pronounced that right. DM Dan. So, go ahead, Dan. Hey, Glenn. This is DM Dan here. Just got done listening to your show on Dice. Interesting thing, I haven't played in a while now, but uh, one thing I can always say is that every player I've ever come across has been superstitious about Dice. And there's one thing we always used to say in my old gaming group. Uh, that there is an infinite number of ones to be rolled and only a finite number of twenties. So conserve your twenties. Love the show. Have a great day. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, that's good advice. If you want to, you know, infinite number of ones, only so many twenties. Well, I don't know if that's true or not, but it's nice to say to the players to keep them on their toes. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of superstition out there. You know, I I look at it with kind of combination of a bemusement and just sort of this is ridiculous, but you know, then again, super that's what superstitions are. They're kind of ridiculous. And anybody who thinks that there are no superstition in the world anymore, <laughs> I don't, yeah, there's plenty of superstition in the world, you know, didn't get killed off when we became, when we became more civilized, let me put it that way. Anyway, thanks, Dan. I appreciate that. Okay. The thing I want to talk about pace is speeding up and slowing down because that really helps, as you know, and I thought of a trick or two about it. And I believe there's a it, there's a couple. Of, I came up with a couple of things that people have probably talked about before, but I wanted to talk about it because I never talked about them, and I want to give you lay in my opinion. Now, pace is very important in a role playing game. Pace is important in any kind of entertainment, whether you're watching it or doing it. But this role playing game pace is unique in the sense that. You have to let go. You have to let go. But what I'm saying is, you control the pace, but the players are going to play too. So you've got to re- you've got to let go. You know, loosen the reins while they're doing their thing, 
And you just got to pay attention of how they're doing their, not only what they're saying, but how they're doing it. If somebody takes for, you know, like somebody, if they know what they're going to do already and you're doing a role-playing session and you've got an encounter, boom, encounter happens. And the person, okay, uh, roll for initiative, you go. Uh, let's see, how many are there? Uh, I could, I, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, anecdote time. Playing champions is one of the most frustrating things in the world sometimes because the battles tend to go on a lot. You know why they go on forever? Because people can't make up their mind. There's too many choices. Even if you have a character right in front of you that you made with your own hero points and you know what his capabilities are, you still get people you still get people who just sit there and you go, okay, it's your phase. What are you going to do? The the supervillain's right in front of you. And they will sit there and they do the old, I could, I could. You do the old, I could. Well, let's see. And I've seen this done. It's like it's frustrating as hell as a player. I could hit him with my energy blast or I could. And they start thinking out loud. They start thinking out loud. Do you believe that? I just don't get it. You know, decide what you're going to do and do it. And it just, you know, they'd spend 15 minutes, up to 15 minutes sometimes. I could do this. I could do that. I could do this. Well, just pick something and do it. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about that game. It's for the... That game is really great for creating anything you want. So there's a lot of these people who are like technical and min-max and stuff. That's great. But they also get these ditherers like this. Now, in D&D, I'm sure they wouldn't have any problems saying, if they were playing a fighter as well, I swing my sword or something like that. But anyway, yeah, it's not bad to have some tactics. But don't sit there and think about it on your turn. So here's a couple of tricks. Get an egg timer. And I'm not talking about a kitchen timer, one with a bell, you know, those like, ding, those don't, no. You get the, the, like what you find in a board game, just a little, a little hourglass. And I've seen it where you, okay, when you, when, when combat happens or something happens, put the timer out there and when it runs out, you have that much time to do something when it runs out, you know, you go on to the next person. If they don't do anything. So, but I would keep it behind the screen. I would keep it for myself. Don't tell them. Let them go on. Let them prattle on. And you keep track of it. If it runs out, you will turn to, okay, you're deciding. Next. They don't, to me, putting a timer out there puts, if they're going to dither, the timer puts added pressure on them. Now, what you need to do to put added pressure on them is to keep it on your side of the screen, and when it runs out, you tell them. Pretty soon, they're going to get used to you. Okay, you're only giving me so much time to decide to do what I want to do. So that that will condition them, and it's not something they're looking, you know, they're not looking at a physical thing. So I would keep it behind the screen and do that. Also, here's a real simple one. This is a little this is a little harsh, but effective. If somebody takes an inordinate amount of time to decide what they're going to do, 
I don't know, because these people all think it's all of a sudden it turns into a chess game, you know. You know, I, chess game with you thinking out loud. You ever seen a chess game where people thought out loud about their moves? It never happens, but it happens here. But what you do is you just you wait, you give them, you give them enough time, you give them enough rope, as it were. And what you do is you look at them, and go, okay, three. I'd st- I give them a five count. Some people give them a. If they're really, if they're really getting on my nerves, I'll give them a three count. Give them a five count. You look at them go, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, you're still deciding. Next. And just let them, you know, let them hang, hang them out to dry there. They'll learn. I guarantee they'll learn. They will. You know, I hate to be harsh on players and things like that, but you're controlling the flow of the game, unfortunately. And I say unfortunately because I'm sure the players would want to. Control. I mean, and they do. They, I mean, they're controlling the flow of the game right there. But at the same time, it's like it's. See, once again, the game happens at the table, and you all create the story. But the, you're the custodian of it. You're the conduct. You're the conductor. Well, I don't want to get a railroad analogy, but you're the conductor of this train, and you're the one who has to, you know. Keep it going. Keep it going. Uh, Savage Worlds, that's built in. You know, Fast and Furious. You know, it's an action piece. So those are a couple of little tricks that you can use. And I'm sure people are using them already. Well, i got to go start my day. So if you want to talk about this or anything else, oldbangrognard at gmail.com, or you can drop me a voicemail and anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again, Jonathan, Oliver, Mark, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, and John Allen for supporting me. That's great, guys. Don't forget... Don't forget Dan Craig's Young Y-U-N-G Grognar podcast and the other two that are on Anchor, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albear and Big John Allen Larger's The Red Dice Diaries. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.